Hello there. Welcome to Pen Posty Out Class. This is Vinod Narayan. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I'm going to talk about resumes because last time we spoke about how to cope with layoff and I said that for the next few episodes, I am going to talk about uh, things related to layoff and jobs and everything. So, once you get laid off, the next thing is probably to find a job. And if you want to find a job, one of the core ingredients in that activity is to write a resume. And there are res- resume writing services. There are people who write good resumes. Uh, there are people who can help us with doing that. I want to tell you that I am not a professional recruiter or I am not a person who helps people write resumes. But I have written a lot of resumes for for myself and I've actually reviewed a lot of resumes for candidates that have interviewed and there was a part in my career where I also was a recruiter at one time I used to hire people I used to make sure that they are, uh, get placed in my client side so I had I have that history but that's not what I do for a living right now so there are going to be five points that I'm going to go through and all these five points more than what they are because all these five points i'm sure you would know what is valuable in this podcast would be how i connect with those five points and i'll share some of the experiences that i have uh, doing this activity and writing resumes and um, uh, getting noticed and not getting noticed so let's jump into the podcast first one is to tailor the resume for the job one of the things that i found at least personally for me is that over the past uh, probably about 28 29 years i have done a lot of things i have worked in sales i've worked in project and program management i've run my business i've done a lot of stuff over this 25 years uh, and some things are very specific some of the skills are very generic but the jobs that are out there demand as they have a specific job description and as part of it they have a particular requirement they're looking for what kind of a person and again i have to tell you job descriptions some some companies do write good job descriptions which exactly mean what they want some people just write job descriptions uh, like it it can fit anyone or there won't be even a person who will fit everything so job descriptions can be very vague and uh, uh, very specific and narrow that you cannot fit into it so th- those are things i mean we are at the at the end where we are we're creating a resume and we want to be noticed so let's expect the job description whatever way it is we take it that way but then one job description how how is our resume compared to that job description so say that we've got a tailor made Uh, resume not for a job but just we've got our resume created uh, for example i uh, do program management i do scrum ag- agile coaching so i have one resume which talks about agile program management and uh, scrum master activity now this is primarily the resume that i would potentially send to people uh, that that are looking for a program manager or a scrum master the challenge over there is that some of these job descriptions have certain skills that they asking some experiences some achievements that align with the kind of role that they are looking people for 
now the problem with the resume is that the resume might not include everything that i've done resume might not project on the specific relevant skills that the job demands i might be able to do it but it doesn't reflect that much in the resume now the resume has to be tailor made for the job for me at least if someone sees agile pm and scrum master if they're looking for a scrum master the first question they're going are you really a program manager or you're a scrum master because they want a scrum master and if you have been a program manager and you are trying to do scrum master then i don't know whether it'll fit okay if they want to have a scrum master if they want to have a, a agile coach for that matter and say have you really been a coach or are you just a scrum master and then that is one thing now you do many roles are hybrid you might have to take the role of a program manager sometimes there is a lot of coaching with the teams there is coaching with individuals there is also the scrum ceremonies that you have to do i'm just talking about one specific uh, area which is what my my expertise is in so now if it's a program manager agile program manager role i think that's what the resume should say you can say that you coached you've been a scrum master everything and that skills would add value but the projection or what you when a person just runs to that resume they should see the resume of a program manager if they're looking for a scrum master they they go through that uh, uh, resume they should see the resume of a scrum master if it's an agile coaching they should see this that of a uh, agile coach so i have three flavors so these are the three kind of roles that i'm looking for uh, i'm not looking for any other roles so these are three roles that i'm looking for and uh, so i have three flavors of the resume so in each of these resume there would be slight or each of these versions there'll be slight change in um, the relevant skills that i have what i am projecting it there would be a slight change in achievements or the roles and responsibilities within the companies because some of these most of the places that i worked they were hybrid you know that sometimes the work that you did had nothing to do with the title the title would be one thing but the work that you did would be totally different i mean uh, this is how companies work so uh, so we should be able to kind of tailor made because you worked in a company you're not you're not saying anything that is wrong because you worked in that company this is your title your your title should reflect the responsibilities that you have had if that is the case people put slashes right agile pm slash scrum master slash coach sometimes slashes don't work because you are just focusing on see i can decide what expertise or what experience of mine in a particular job i want to project right assume that i have done the job of program management and coaching and Uh, scrum master activity responsibilities in one job it is up to me whether i want to project myself as a scrum master experience in that role or an agile coaching because you, sometimes it's not it doesn't make sense to put everything together so this is just in any case i think i think that's my personal thought there second one is using clear and concise format so how is your resume formatted i can tell you how my resume is formatted i'm not saying that's a perfect way but over a period of time that's how it is. 
so obviously uh, three sentences on the top where i tell how many years of experience and what are the areas and again that is tweaked to the job for example if it's an agile coach then i have a different uh, uh, four uh, four lines on the top as an executive summary then i go straight into my skill set skill set what i do right now earlier i have different versions i've had before but as of now what i have is that i have one side where it is mostly my skills related to that job for example if it's a agile kind of job i will put program management expertise i'll put expertise that i've done scrum framework i know um, uh, scaled agile so i'll put all those things and also the tools and all tools and methodologies and everything on one column and the other column i'll put mostly domain areas so i worked in banking i worked in networking i worked in education i worked in uh, manufacturing car automobile so i worked in all these places so i put all these domains over there and specifically also have been involved in digital transformation i have been in involved in um, uh, say uh, other than digital transformation i would say uh, like uh, specifically on uh, on content management systems i worked uh, a few years on that so i'll kind of highlight that again since you have a lot of domain expertise that you would have you would again want to highlight the ones that are required for that job so that's that's another thing and then i go into telling what my Uh, education so there are some people who put the education at the end of the uh, resume and i put it on the top because i've got another eight nine certifications that i have which is relevant to the job so i put my my bachelor's and my uh, education uh, my certification details next again in a tabular column so it's clear then i go straight into on a reverse chronology what companies i worked and what role i had so i put the date i put the title i put the company and then i have probably one sentence and then two bullet points that's all and i do that for all the companies two or three bullet points actually what i did was that the, the latest job that i did the last job that i did i have about four bullet points because that's the most relevant most recent and rest everything has a two or three bullet points the point is that and and uh, that I want to make that into a one page or a two page so I cannot do it in one page so I have a two page resume I used to have an eight page resume no one has time to read that eight pages I still have that eight page I've not updated it this time but a two page so at the end of the two page I would and again I don't have all the 28 years of my experience put in over there I only have my experience from 2010 December onwards because before that most of the experience that I had before is not really relevant for the roles that I am applying right now so it really doesn't matter i mean they they look at me and this ask me when i graduated then obviously they'll know my age but otherwise that job only and whatever experience that i've gained before 2010 that will add value to the uh, to the job that is just bonus uh, but i think they should be hiring me for the experience that i've had in the last 10 years and i think that's what is relevant to the role that i'm applying for Now the third one is highlighting the achievement. So I had a problem in this very early in my career. I think uh, this was probably ninety-five. I think not ninety-five. I think ninety-eight. Yeah, ninety-eight. I was working in Bangalore and um, I was looking at uh, changing the job. So I had been running my own business and all those things, and I that did not work. And finally, I decided to quit that, and I was looking for a job. So I have not done a resume before that. I create resume and I give it to a recruiter. 
so this recruiter happened to be uh, he's a he's a very senior person he is from iam and everything but then that was a time when recruiting business was booming like anything and everyone doing whatever got into this business of uh, getting people getting good candidates to uh, send to us and europe and all these places this was pre y2k so i sent my so i was looking for a sales kind of a job and i take my resume take it to this guy and he reads my resume and then he gets angry he say you've got 4 5 years of experience and you don't even know how to write a resume when i look at your resume i can't even say what you've achieved in life uh, what is your achievement in each of these places so i realize you know what my accomplishments my achievements were not there i just said a lot of things which did not have any concrete evidence numbers that told so uh, it was just listing certain responsibilities that i did and uh, that lesson was was years ago and i i thanked that person i felt bad that time i felt bad that why did he have to say that but i think i think even today uh, so many years later when i'm doing a podcast i'm still talking about that person who who got angry with me because I, my resume did not have any achievements and accomplishments which i realized that when when you read the resume there are sometimes you can put achievements and accomplishments as a separate tab uh, i have done that in one heading i used to put that but in my current version of the resume i don't have it as a as achievements and accomplishment as a separate tab but i do have that in the bullet points at each of these places and i have that very specific for example when i did a major uh, content management migration for a client uh, in the in the uh, bullet point uh, where i explain my responsibilities and the job experience with that company i say exactly how much how many number of pages did i migrate how, what was the amount of content that i migrated so that was probably about 750000 pages uh, three quarters of a million uh, pages and um, uh, yeah three no three quarters of a million content assets and uh, uh, quarter million pages so that is that is how it was it was a huge one. anyway my point is that whenever if even if you're not putting your uh, even if you're not writing in bold letters that achievements and accomplishments you need to put at least you you need to at least say when you write the exper- experience put the bullet points in a in a way in which you're you're not just talking about your responsibilities you're talking about the achievements and accomplishments you have over there if it's just two bullet one bullet on your responsibility one bullet on your achievement so that that makes it easier then um the fourth one is including relevant keywords now this is a this is a i think i think it was more uh, it became more of an issue when the internet came in most of the people who review the resumes they don't really understand they don't have the time to read through everything and deduce whether it is good or bad or whether it's a good fit or not so what they do is that they just scan through it or they just search for a keyword if they're looking for agile coaching they'll search for agile coaching or agile coach so they don't want to hire someone who doesn't have the title agile coach now the different kind of people different kind of companies different kind of hiring process everything is there but keywords are very important because most of the time these application tracking systems they're not human beings they notice you only when you have keywords that doesn't mean that uh, see you can have if it's a human recruiter you have a 
possibility to talk to them here you don't have that opportunity so keywords don't stuff your resume with keywords which don't make sense because even if you get past the ats system the applicant tracking systems you will get caught at the trafficking <laughs> oh, sorry at the human human recruiter i don't know why i said because when i said human i think the next word that came into mind was traffic forget about it so human uh, recruiters so uh, so that's 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 why it is important for us to put the relevant keywords that are needed in that job description provided you have it don't stuff keywords that if you don't have that experience because you will be asked for it at some point or the other but many times you don't know exactly what are is the experience See, 20 25 years into the industry you would have worked on a lot of things and highlighting every single thing into the resume is not possible so you have to look at which are the keywords that you want to put in now the final or the fifth point is proofreading and editing now some people i recently met someone who said that i don't like to uh, I, i don't like to proofread so that person uses an external help to proofread and uh, get the get the resume done but even even in that case something that we should do is check for spelling mistakes grammatical errors um punctuation errors and also uh, i think i think to get a fresh perspective you can ask someone else to take a look at it uh even with when you send it to recruiters recruiters give some suggestions about the resumes most of the time if you have a good a good kind of a relationship with the recruiter they tell you that so i think i think you should i take some time talk to them ask you know what what do you think my resume should change and they and you don't i mean you can get all those information right it's always good to get to know a recruiter's perspective of the resume sometimes they tell you you know what just make these changes it would be good uh, so getting that help is always always kind of kind of good and and i'll give you a bonus tip which is uh, which is that uh, your linkedin profile because most of the people now hire through linkedin profile so keep your linkedin profile up to date and it helps a lot so whenever i uh, i join a company i don't put it on linkedin uh, most of the time and sometimes people ask why don't you know why don't you put your current company in linkedin i said you know what uh, i don't plan to leave uh, this company right now and i'm not looking for other opportunities i will put my current company when i am looking for other opportunities so i told that and someone asked me ah so when your linkedin has your current company then you are the lookout i said yeah probably why should someone know where i am working if i'm not looking for a job now uh, there is a difference of opinion some people might have saying that you know what you never know when is that right opportunity for someone to come yeah true but sometimes when i join a company i want to stick with that company i want to work with that company i want to grow with that company but then sometimes you decide no you decide it is time to move on and then yeah that's when but whatever it is my linkedin is always up to date because when you look there is there is experiences my certification uh, what i'm looking for i keep changing that as well in the sense how that headline headline is one place where i how do i want to project myself or brand myself to the professional community around me so that's where the title really helps and sometimes people ping you and say that you have a job uh, requirement and they don't even go through the 
your linkedin profile but i as a as a person who has hired people when i when i get a resume i always try to search that person on linkedin and and look at that linkedin profile and when i see a linkedin profile that is very shabby not done properly it's a it's a bad feeling from the start so i think i think we should all update our linkedin profile and make sure that we represent ourselves in a professional way this is exactly what we want to be connected with people on a professional level so i want to share those things it's a it's a longer podcast than what i used to do but i think this is going to be the format in which i'm doing please please if you're listening to this on whichever platform add a review please put a uh, put a star whatever star you want to give me for this if you've listened till now i think you can give me a five star if that's available and also if you want to send a message across to me uh, to collaborate work together or something or if you have any opportunity send it to penpositive at gmail.com that's penpositive at gmail.com i'm signing off right now and i'll see you all next week thank you